ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the You Mad Bro podcast, and I warn you of mature content ahead. This show aims to tackle controversial topics going on in the world on a week-to-week basis. The platform of this program is opinionated and occasionally supported by examples and facts, but does not ever aim to be definite. That being said, the views offered by our hosts and guests are not intended to offend or hurt the feelings of any person, no matter their race, gender, sexual orientation, political viewpoint, etc., They only serve as catalysts for poor attempts at humor and maybe a different way of thinking. If you're such an individual that is easily offended or cannot handle your own viewpoints being challenged, you've been adequately warned to not participate. If you're still with us, then please stand, kneel, or lay down. Just be sure to remove your ball caps for the national anthem. What? You mad, bro? Don't be spilling up oh the Stella Artois on my microphone. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the You Mad Bro Podcast, episode number 45. Wow, what a week. I guess they make more than waffles. I guess they... I guess they make more... Oh, the Belgium. Yeah, it's made in Belgium. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if you can do that, but we did it anyway. Um, this is You Mad Bro Podcast. Make <laughs> sure you find us anywhere in every podcast can be found. The most Classic. important one, of course, is ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com, along with all of our other uh, content on there, including the Get Good Giving Podcast. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah that, That's one. a good one. Uh, we recorded some new shows Saturday. Yeah, Midnight Showing with Mr. Nash Morer over there. That's like more, but Morer. Um, of course, The Daily Grind with Kelly Johnson's Same Self Podcast covering all of movies and all wrestling content your little hearts can handle on Wrestle Act Radio. Kingsman's Podcast number 200, Nash, is coming up in just a few weeks so I can do a shameless plug for my own show. But of course, if you want to see more of on that social media, go to see Mad Bill Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And ambiguous... What's our what's our what's our Instagram? Ambiguous Network, Ambiguous Productions, Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. It's the name of the company. <laughs> no, 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 like the, the at tag on Instagram. Oh, I think it's Ambiguous Productions. Mm. Okay, so go there. Um, so before we get into the shenanigans that happened this week, um, I do want to touch upon um the special show we released um just yesterday. Uh, Nash, give a little background into that, what happened there, please. Uh, the show we did uh, Saturday? Yeah, with Jared and Austin. Oh, yeah. So pretty much um, we took time to do a special uh, segment, some, I think an hour long, long as, about as long as a normal show, um, where we talked a little bit about um, sort of the events that have happened uh, around George Floyd's murder. Um, and then a large majority of the special was sort of us talking about racism in our own lives. Um, just because the perspective is different because Jared and Austin are black, I'm white. So we've all seen racism differently. And, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like if, when people talk about like, there needs to be a discussion and stuff like that, I feel like that, that this is kind of the talk we have to have because none of us had an answer, but we all felt really weird about it. Mm-hmm. And I still do right now, but that definitely helped just to get it out there. Yeah. You know, I was not on the show because, well, one, we didn't have enough mics, but I, I could have, I could have sent next to you and split the mic like we did with those two. But I, 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 I didn't know really what to say. I didn't know how to express what I was thinking, what I was feeling like this, this was an, is an issue that I'm still kind of torn about. And obviously like the actions of that cop are despicable and he should get charged to full extent in the law. But what I'm really torn about is the reaction to it and how everyone is reacting to it differently in terms of the protests, uh, the riots, the, the, uh, the police. And I'm still kind of torn about it. And, you know, I kind of went into that when, before that conversation happened, that this is more of a police issue than a race issue. And just hearing this podcast was something that completely shifted. I think it's going to completely shift my way of thinking just in general. Like I, we've talked about black lives matter on here before yeah. um, in the archives or the old archives. And after listening to like our conversation, you know, I'm, I kind of changed my tune. It's a different perspective. It's something I learned. And these are from two of my friends, you know, like I've known Jared a long time. We're very good friends, but this is watching them trying to convey what they were trying to say, like struck a chord with me. And it's kind of made me feel, think about you know everything that's going on um and i so i implore everyone i highly encourage you to listen to this episode is get a new perspective because the one thing that will help change in this world is different perspectives yeah and it's sort of that's sort of the whole point of that show is because i was i sort of felt like 
I had that same feeling about you. I didn't know exactly how I felt about it. And but things something I usually try to do is I try to talk something like that out the second I can talk about it, because I think what we're seeing is people who don't do that. This is where you're getting fires. This is where you're getting arson, Mm -hmm. because when you do something like that, the first like I understand that out that backlash that or that outlash, I guess, you know, that want to destroy because it is oppressive. And if I was being oppressed like that in that way, I would probably do the same thing. But it's it's not really as simple as that. Yeah. And not only that, like they tried peaceful. They've tried peaceful protests. Yeah. They still get criticized. Colin Kaepernick gets, pro, uh, gets, gets slammed for all that stuff. Like, you know, like the Black Lives Matter movement itself gets slammed with the All Lives Matter, which was another interesting, interesting perspective they had. Yeah. And but that, oh. if you if you were if like. I'm trying to avoid social media. If I see something like this on social media, I try to avoid it because all social media is to me is just a lot of gotcha a lot of bullshit, a lot of pipe, mic drops kind of moments yeah. where you're not going to get anything from that. Like, what do you really achieve? One, by posting something like that. And two, reacting to something like that. And three, this taking that in. Whereas the conversation we had is so helpful, which yeah. is why I love the podcast medium because, you know, we could have gone on for a few more hours. Yeah. But, you know, it was late at night after a long day. I was like, let's wrap it up. We can do this another time. It, it really was like probably a nine or 10 hour day. And that was the last thing we recorded after recording three other podcasts. Yeah. yeah three, like, yeah, two other and videos. Yeah. Two other podcasts and two other instructional videos. And when you look at social media, what makes me the most mad right now are the people that are like, if you don't stand, if you don't talk out against this, like, you're an enemy now. It's like silence is complacency or something. Yeah. Something like that. Which I, I understand why you say that, but you need to understand how that's so wrong because you don't need to convince the other people that are saying that you need to convince the people that aren't saying anything because that's where you're going to find the people that need to understand it the most. And if you're already trying to push them off into something else, if you ever try to push them off into something else when they are on the fence or when they just don't know the facts, you're not helping your cause. You're alienating people that could be supporters Mm -hmm. because I understand. Yeah. People who are just blatant racists aren't going to want to join. That's fine. You can say it to all those people you want, but you're not being specific. People aren't being specific. They're just saying you haven't spoken out against this. You're against us. Maybe they just don't know because I mean, who do you trust in this? Yeah, that's another thing with the social media. Like, there's so much, there's too much out there, especially on social media. Like, you see a bunch of things that cops are starting some violence, protests are starting some violence, cops are doing this, cops are being nice, cops are being peaceful, protests are being, it's like, there's too much of a hurricane just swirling around. Happening all over the place. And if you're stuck in the middle, you don't know which way to look left or right. You don't know which path to go home. Like you just, you, you're stuck. So that's why I implore you, like kind of this talk to people, this, this, this convey messages through actual long form words, not this social media, short form meme bullshit. It's just a poor, it's a poor way of communicating. And the way you do get through with something like this is communication. Yeah. And it's just kind of like. And maybe even breaking some shit, you know, like I was torn on that too. Oh, I understand like, like in Minneapolis when that happened, they burned the police precinct down i understand that yeah but it's like because i'm from nashville and somebody tried to start a fire in the nashville courthouse um the guy that did it it was a white guy he got arrested where he lit the fire though was apparently uh a specific wing of the courthouse it was dedicated to like the first black um either judge or commissioner of the city so it's like that's coming out of ignorance that that guy yeah would literally like the one room that's dedicated to an African-American. You got to burn it down. He's he lit a fire in it because he didn't know. I don't I do not think he knew that that's where that (laughs) room was. But that's the thing. Like, if you're going to burn something down, you better know damn well why it needs to get burned down. Yeah. And like with the last thing on these protests before we move on, um, this this didn't happen under normal circumstances. Like, listen, people have been locked in their houses for the past few months. Like I'm going on my 11th week of working from home, so I can under like, anger has been building up, and this is just a straw that broke the camel's back. 
And I think under normal circumstances, the riots would not be this bad. But I think you got to take that into account that people are just also fed up. Because here's the thing. Like, authority have told them to stay inside and stay safe. And then it's authority that did this terrible action. So they're saying, fuck authority. Yeah. Right? That's kind of where I landed on it. So it's this, it's, it's a, it's an uncomfortable situation for everybody. Obviously more people than others. Jared Austin, I thank you for being on the show. I thank you for giving us this perspective and our listeners that perspective. Um, I know that wasn't easy in some parts, but I'm very happy you did it. And um, we thank you. Yeah, no, definitely a lot of thanks go out. And for anybody that does listen, don't silence anybody. Talk to people, talk to people that you don't want to, especially. Yeah. Especially people you might disagree with. This and. Even honestly, more important than people you do agree with are those you don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But from there, we're going to move on to our stories this week. Trump versus Twitter. And of course, Nash, just leash your goddamn dog. So, <laughs> <laughs> I need a leash, man. Um, so this is the story of two Coopers, not related. This is the other story um, before. Um, this is really, it's really a few days before. We had another, another race story, another race issue. Now, this is not um, anything similar. This, I, I am a little more clear cut on, but this is a different kind of perspective. But even talking with, with Jared and Austin, we got new perspectives there too. So I kind of changed my tune on that as well. So God, you're just blowing tunes. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just an indecisive Ivan. I don't know what to tell you. You're a fickle pickle. Dude. I'm a fickle pickle. Um, so when a black man asked a white woman to leash her dog in an area of Central Park uh, where she was required to do so, she refused. And she ended up calling the police, claiming that an African-American man was threatening her with her life. A viral video of the exchange uh, led to backlash against the woman who was fired from her job. She also returned to a pet to the adoption center after criticism of how she overall cares for the animal. Now, Nash, I'm assuming you saw the video. You saw the story. What do you think? Yeah, um, that was dumb. That that lady's a dumb lady. Because mm-hmm. you should have had your dog, like, chained up in the first place, you know? Or on a leash. Not chained up. That sounds terrible. <laughs> you should have had your dog on a leash in the first place. And then you're going to, like, try to be racist as hell to this guy <laughs> who's, like, telling you what you're doing wrong? Uh-huh. <laughs> Like, take a step back, lady, please. So, so a little bit of a story. Christian Cooper is a African-American man who is also a bird watcher. I didn't even know those still existed, but he, the guy likes to watch birds in Central Park. <laughs> what, bird watchers? Yeah, bird watchers. I mean, who's, it's like, oh, pandemic Nash, who still watches birds? It's not. It's, it's, I bet it's, honestly, I bet it's a great time to go bird watching I, now. The only, the only time I watch birds is to know when they're all leaving, because I know I'm all fucked. Dude, There's a giant tidal wave coming. I feel like if you're a man and you reach the age of 50, you're like 30% bird watcher. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll call my dad and ask. Just sit, He's sitting on his porch right now. But anyway, he... He that's a, uh, he approached that's a blue titty right there. He approached the the woman, um, Amy Cooper, who noticed he noticed her dog was running free in the Ramble, which is the area of Central Park, um, known to over two hundred species of birds. Which damn right, son? Jesus. Yo, um, before we go on, I apparently I was watching something. It might have been Animal Planet, and it was like apparently eagles like love the city. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like the perfect condition. Because, you know, eagles like sit on top of the highest mountain and go. <laughs> and, like, wait, wait, people one, down. one more time. One more time. What do they do? <laughs> and then they just go down and swoop their prey. And you think about it. A city is straight up just like, OK, super low, super high, super low, super high. Yeah. And it's just like perfect for the, for the eagle. So anyway, Christian told her, ma'am, it's the dogs in the ramble. I love how it's called the ramble. The ramble. <laughs> Jesus, that hurt the ears. So he, he pretty much told her, hey, uh, leash your dog. There's a sign right there that says you have to leash your dog. <laughs> leash your dog, lady. Leash your dog. And the dog owner was pretty much just like, no. <laughs> no. Uh, she told him that her dog, the dog runs her clothes and her dog needed exercise. And here's where things started to turn south. Um, she refused. So Christian pretty much just goes, look, you're going to do what you want to do, but I'm going to do what I want to do. And you might not like it now. That was not caught on video, so you do not know how he said it. But according to how he sounds in the video, I'm assuming he said it pretty calm. Allegedly. Allegedly. Because now, in Amy's defense, she goes, quote, CNN, I don't know what that meant. We're alone in a wooded area. That's absolutely terrifying, right? You know, she's a she's a young woman. You know, I, I, any woman would tell you, you know, that's a 
you, no matter how it was said, that is a threat. It's not a threat with a lot of weight, but it is still a threat. No, it's not. You might not like what I'm going to do. Okay. That could mean anything. Exactly. It doesn't mean it's a threat. It's a threat. No, it's not. That could be taken. Could you see how it's perceived as a threat? But you could take it anywhere, and it doesn't specifically mention, you know, like him doing something to her. So no, you can't. Bitch, you're doing something illegal in the park. Like, but, but you you got no ground to stand on. He wanted you to lease the damn dog. Yep. So now we get to the part where Christian starts recording. Um, the woman, uh, Amy goes, sir, I'm asking you to stop recording, please. Uh, recording me. Please don't come closer to me. Christian replies. Um, then she goes, quote, I'm going to tell them there's an African, African-American man threatening my life. And she's saying she's going to call the police and tell them that an African man is threatening his, his, her life. Now, this is where, where we, uh, had a conversation the other day where this woman is clearly using, that's a threat. What? The fact that oh, yeah, she the fact that yeah. she's saying I'm okay, the fact that she's saying I'm gonna tell the cops there's an African American man threatening me is more of a threat than him. Oh, hundred percent. Well, that's straight up. She's saying something that's going to have negative effects for him. Mm-hmm. And mostly just because he's black. And that's that's where she fucked up. I mean, not having her dog on a leash is where she fucked up. Well, okay, so this, 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 this is where this is where she really fucked up. <laughs> this, this is where this is where this is where the, the the racial criticism comes in, and you know, pretty fairly. Yeah, you know, she knows what happens. She watches the news. She's 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 uh she donated to Obama's campaign, so she's politically involved. She did she? she yeah, she, it came out that she's a she's a supporter of she donated to Barack Obama, but you know that doesn't mean she's not racist. Classic, yeah. But you know, but she she understand like she probably saw the news of Ahmaud Arbery or um Trayvon Martin or you know all all the stories henceforth. Yeah. So when you're saying that I'm gonna tell the cops as an African American here, you know exactly what you're doing. You're pushing buttons. Yeah. And you know, like, um, definitely, dude. That bitch. At first, that's not something I thought about. You know, that's something that had to be explained from a different perspective to me. Really? Yeah. You're that dumb. I guess I'm that dumb. Like, okay, <laughs> it's, it's not. Playing. It's not the first thing I thought of. Like, I'm being being a straight white dude. That's not the first thing I thought of. I, you know, like it, it struck me as all that because the way she said it's like an African American. Like that's literally how weird. she says it in the yeah. video. And I was like, oh, you're kind of a dick. Right, yeah. like I, I thought about it, but I didn't really think in deep about it. It's kind of it's like it kind of is in one out, out the other. Um, it's kind of like how in every like buddy buddy cop or war movie, there's always like the guy that's like, "Well, you got to bring race into it, man." Yeah, it's straight up here. If you apply that, like, why the hell do you have to bring race into that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like <clears> what? <throat> So not only is he threatening my life, he's black. Like, <laughs> Jesus, lady. So Christian during this part is just going, please tell them whatever you like. Like, okay, so if, did you actually watch the video? I didn't I don't think I watched the whole thing. So like they're both saying they're both kind of being like oddly polite. They're saying please and sir and please and madam. It's like it's like it's really awkward, weird interaction. Um, she begins to, begins to back away while on the phone, still holding, pulling her dog along by its collar and trying to break free. So this dog's kind of freaking out and she's just kind of, she's just trying to, um, how racist was her dog? Oh, well, it's not her dog anymore. Uh, she goes, quote, I'm in the, I'm in the ramble and there's an African-American here. He has a bicycle helmet. He is recording me and threatening me and my dog. Uh, this woman starts to really break down into tears and she's freaking out. Um, at this point it seems to be out of breath, trying to restrain her dog, and she souched much more. She says, I'm sorry. She says, I can't hear hear anything clear. I'm being threatened by a man in the ramble. Please call the cops. Please send the cops immediately. And Christian just goes, thank you! Stops recording and leaves. By the time officers arrived, um, Christian had left. The NYPD said no complaint or arrests were made, and the police determined the incident was a verbal dispute in a text on... Uh, in a text on Tuesday, Christian said he'd be willing to accept the woman's apology. So that's the whole situation, right? My take on it is this woman's a moron. She yeah. did something she shouldn't have done. She knew exactly what she was doing. And Christian was just a dude being a, he was doing as like a, a, he was doing a civic duty saying, hey, let's leash your dog. I'm trying to watch the birds. Dude, you're just, this man just went to the park so he could watch some goddamn birds. 
fly around mm-hmm. from branch to branch. Next thing you know, he's on Cena and being interviewed. Yeah. And then this bitch walks into the park, just not following the rules of the park. And he's like, yo, just watch your, put your fucking, put the goddamn collar on your dog. <laughs> put the leash on your dog. <laughs> like shit. <laughs> You're going to spook all these birds. And then she's talking about how he's black. <laughs> You're black. I'll call the cops. Like what? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa there, lady. Yeah, like, like it, it escalated quickly. But <laughs> Quick look, but like here, here's, here's, here's my thing. Nothing happened. Yeah. Because he left. Well, he left. If he stayed there, who knows what would have happened. Right. But like nothing really happened. And what I want to talk about really the story is not that is she racist or not? Because, yeah, she did something stupid. Yeah, she did a racist thing. Definitely racist. What I want to talk about is how the response to this on social media and everything else in the news media took this situation from a five to a 12 classic media, right? Like who got this story? Was the CNN? I think MSNBC talked to a Christian CNN talked to Amy. Of course they did. CNN bastard. Right. So, <laughs> you know, asked why he was recording her. He says as far um, Quote, I'm not going to participate in my own dehumanization. I'm not going to feed into this, which good for you. You know, I have, I mean, I have no problem with him recording. I know Christian did nothing wrong here. Uh, we're in an age of a Ma- of Maude Aubrey and where black men are gunned down because of assumptions people make about black men, black people. I'm just not going to participate in that. Yeah, that's a very fair, very fair argument. Yeah, it's pretty ironclad. I think in New York, you're not allowed to like film people with audio without their permission, right? No, no, no. That's, uh, that's like recording a phone call. They're in a park. They're in a public place. That's completely different. No, you can't just set up a film though. There. No, but he's filming on his phone. It's not get a film crew. No, but I'm saying I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to film anyone in New York without their permission with audio. Like that's straight up just recording. But the thing is, she threatened him. So yeah, you can do that. It wasn't a direct threat. It was like a, like a, it was like a. It's like a read between the lines threat. Definitely. I'm going to call the cops. Oh, well, they use evidence a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so let me uh, provide no, no, some. Okay, she did threaten to call the cops. That is fair. All right, I take that back. Um, And then Amy told CNN that, quote, her entire life is being destroyed right now. And this is where I sympathize for her because, I mean, she got fired from her job. Um, Her employer, um, the investment, can you read Nashville? I can't see. Uh, her employer, the investment management company, Franklin Templeton, said it decided to terminate her effective immediately. On top of that, Amy faced a slew of criticism uh, for how she treated her dog in the video. Then people started digging into her past and allegedly found other instances of her dog suffering injuries through unrelated incidents. Then late Monday, the abandoned Angels Cocker Spaniel Rescue issued a statement saying that Amy had voluntarily surrendered the dog back into its care after adopting it a few years ago. Rescue Center also stressed that the dog was safe and in good health. As far as apologies go, Amy told CNN she wanted to publicly apologize to everyone. She told the outlet, I'm not a racist. I didn't mean to harm that man in any way. And added that she also didn't mean any harm to the African-American community. That apology was met with backlash from people like City Councilman Mark Levine. He called her response totally inadequate and said it reflects no acknowledgement that she made a false accusation or that she was attempting to weaponize the race of Mr. Cooper. Okay, uh, okay, yeah, she, surre- she, she surrendered right her dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, what? Like, yeah. Of course she's sorry. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like, literally, like, this this woman lost her job and her dog because, like, she, you know, her dog has an Instagram and, like, I actually looked at the post, like, when a dog had a few injuries. It's not like it was, like, it made it look like it was her fault. Her dog got hurt. Yeah. It sounds like pretty completely normal things a dog would do. But, like, fall off a... And I had to, I had to read the post. I didn't care that much. We looked that much into them. You know how I feel about dogs. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Never bringing a dog around you. Uh, I love dogs. But, you know, like, she, she, she was so sorry she gave up her dog because people on the internet were making fun, like, really harassing her about how she took care of her dog. Now, granted, in the video... She treated that dog like shit. But granted, she was also hysterical for no reason. That's what hysterical means. That, no. was, re- that was redundant. That was redundant? I'm sorry. Uh, she Also, also so- that's kind of a sexist term to use, calling a woman hysterical. She, she was being hysterical. Yeah, but that's like sexist. No, sexist is saying she was being hysterical like a woman. 
well, no, that's like where this term hysteria, like that's how it was used is on women, like to describe women when they get. Men can be hysterical. Yeah, I know. I'm just They're you hilarious. Know. You know what funny comedians are? Just, <laughs> I, I, I quit. I, I'm, I'm done. Have you seen Louis C.K. stand up? He's hysterical. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. But anyway. Back on track. Back on track. So after after that first apology wasn't good enough, she issued she issued issued another one to NBC saying, "quote I sincerely and humbly apologize to everyone, especially to that man, his family. It was unacceptable, and I humbly and fully apologize to everyone who's seen the video, everyone that's been uh, offended, everyone who thinks of me in a lower light, and I understand why they do." "quote When I think about the police, I'm I'm such a blessed person. I've come to realize, especially." today and think of the police of a protection agency and unfortunately this has caused me to realize that there are so many people in this country that don't have that luxury is that good or fucking enough of an apology nash is that good enough nah fuck it she should have to walk the rest of her life without shoes <laughs> <laughs> that, that i'll accept uh, and here's 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 the cherry on top when christian asked if he accepts the apology he said if it's genuine and if she plans on keeping her dog on a leash in the rainbow <laughs> going forward then we have no issues with each other Boom! So, though Christian might be willing to move forward, plenty of people online have continued to go after Amy and is not satisfied with the repercussions she has faced so far. Now, here's my question to you, Nash. I love it. Drop it on me. Can you be more offended than the victim? Yeah, you can, but if you are, you need to check yourself. Right? <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, Christian Cooper is the fucking badass of the week. Yeah. All right? He's just like, listen, this woman did something stupid. She did something racist. Someone like going to hold me down. Don't like, don't don't ruin this woman's life. Like, listen, she apologized. I accept her apology. Lay off. And everyone's like, no, 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 not good enough. We should do a badass of the week. He'll be the first. Yeah, one. he's he's a, he's a badass of the week. He's the MVP of the week, dude. Christian Cooper for being the bigger man. Literally. He was the only man. He was the only man. The dog might have been a male. Check the gender on that dog. <laughs> Check under its skirt. Whatever, whatever, whatever that dog agency that its name was like 50 fucking words. We're going to need the gender of that dog. <laughs> it might get an award. Right, but. <laughs> from us. <laughs> l- listen. Did she did she do something racist? Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, okay. is is that bad? Yeah, it is. It's yeah. pretty shitty. But listen, like, I feel like situations like this, maybe not to that extent, but they happen. You know, this is this is this is like a an, an stuff that happens in life. It's still shitty. It's not acceptable, but it's not. It's a, it's it's like a, it's not third degree racism. Yeah, she voted for Obama. I mean, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying that either. But I mean, <laughs> no, saying, I'm does, this, does this woman deserve to have her life ruined over this? No. Well, no. I think that's. I think what I said about the Obama thing. That's kind of the issue. Because it's like, oh, it's like there's this big thing people do with their identity when it's like, I'm part of this group, therefore I am. Mm-hmm. And it's not like maybe you're not like a lot of people who are Democrats. A lot of Democrats that I've known have said some really racist shit. (laughs) And like, I'm like, isn't your whole thing like you don't do that? And if you're going to comment about Republicans being racist and why, how are you being racist right now? Mm -hmm. It's like, just because you did that, just because you voted for Obama doesn't mean you're, you're not racist. Right. And it's just like, I think that's the mentality she had. She understood this thing is like, you know, I'm, you know, so-and-so I'm part of this group. Therefore Mm -hmm. I cannot be racist. But Mm -hmm. it's like, clearly she was because she instinctively, instinctively said, I'm going to tell the police there's a black guy coming after me. Yeah. She used her power. She used her privilege and took advantage of a situation. A hundred percent. So that just means genuinely right off the bat. She hasn't really thought about racism. She hasn't. Right. But does that, does that mean she deserves to lose her dog and her job? That she's being harassed like this by a bunch of people across the country? Where, no, where, definitely where, not where, that. Where literally the guy she offended was like, nah, it's cool. The job thing I, I see is just a PR effect because yeah. it's online. Yep. Which I'm sorry about that. It's kind of shitty. The dog thing I feel like it would hurt the most. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, this, this is going to be a bold statement, but I feel like the people 
harassing this woman is almost, almost, I'm not going to say worst, almost worse than the original act itself. Yeah, probably. It's not equal. <laughs> it's not worse. Yeah. But, like, you, you aren't, you're being a bad guy, too. Well, you gotta, dude, this is how I see the internet. So, you know how, like, when Twitter and Facebook and all that shit was first getting started, I'm cursing a lot, I'm sorry, guys, this week. When that was all starting, you know, like the trollers, right? Yeah. People that would just like. One of them became president. Yeah. They had funny. Thanks, na- Obama. They had funny names <laughs> and they would just like make fun of celebrities because they're fat or something. Sleepy Taco. That was a great one. God damn. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. But, you know, like what I'm talking about, and they were just being assholes to be assholes. I think they switched, man. I think they've now picked up this. Perfect reputation. Because of this sort of like woke status. They go, look, you were an asshole. So I get to be an asshole to you. It's only fair. Exactly. And I'm doing it because I have the I have the right side on my side. I am shutting down racism by bullying you. It's the same thing, except it's the same thing. It straight up is the exact same thing. They're just claiming to be woke, which anybody who claims that. Definitely isn't. Yeah, you had, you had something to hide. <laughs> I mean, like in this in this story. Before we move on, everyone's wrong. Everybody is wrong except Christian Cooper. Yeah, Christian didn't do a damn thing. He is. Wrong. He is. You just you just fucked up his Saturday, dude. Yeah, dude, you just fucked up his Saturday. She went, you that, that was the thing. She could have fucked up like you know two hours of his day. If nothing, if if nothing had come out of this, yeah. But then she like fucked up his Saturday, and then like the press was hounding him on like Sunday and Monday, and mm-hmm. it's like she fucked up his weekends. Like, yeah, I mean, like people apologizing to Christian Cooper, saying "I'm sorry, it's happened to you," all that stuff, like trying to get the social brownie points there. It's like, listen, nothing happened to him. Yeah, he got he got he got inconvenienced for a few hours. Granted, it was still racist. Doesn't make it right. Yeah, but no, I, I'm glad she had. It could that. have been a whole lot worse. It definitely could have. Um, but it's you know, she gets her whole life wrecked, and the end of the day is like maybe this has forced her to think about racism and shit. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's like you don't need to have someone, you know. Yeah. Go through. You don't need to destroy someone's entire life for them to think about racism. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of like that. Isn't that the result we all want? Yeah. So if you're on the internet being a dick, um, you're a dick. You're a dick. Um, you know, this because some this because someone does something racist in the moment doesn't mean they're a racist at heart. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm not going to speak to that. <laughs> Just like, it's like, it's like, okay, just reverse it. It's because you don't do something that's not racist doesn't mean you're not a racist at heart. I mean, but that's like one instance, you know? Yeah, I'm talking in this specific instance. But it's like at heart. It's the at heart part that really messes like, with me. Well, yeah, no, it's fair. Like, I'll put it this way, right? Okay, these people, this, the internet dug into this woman's past, right? See if they, they freed up her dog. I didn't see any other instances of she being racist. I just found one where she donated to Obama, which isn't very racist at all. Nah, that's racist. What if she voted for him just because he was black? Nah, that's racist. Not saying she did. I don't know. I don't know all that. You know, it was interesting. That was an interesting thing, right? Like back in 2008 when Obama was first running, if someone said I'm voting for Obama because he's black, that's not racist if a black person said that. But if a white person said I'm voting for McCain because he's white, racist. I mean, it's different, but yeah, I see what you're getting at. Yeah, I mean, they're both based on race. Yeah. The, the, the principle's the same, but the meaning behind it's very different. Yeah, you're making a judgment based on race. Yeah, it's like it's only it's only right the fact. it's it's only it's like it's a technicality. It's like fuck you, you're right, but fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to Trump versus Twitter. <laughs> again, back at it again, baby. All right, so what what happened this time, Nash? What what happens? Please, what happens? Yo, can you get me a beer while I read it? I'm going to finish this one at some point. Yeah, I got you. All right. So President Donald Trump signed an executive order aimed at social media companies on Thursday after Twitter issued its first ever fact check warning on one of his posts. 
The order is expected to target a 1996 statute that, among other things, allows big tech companies to remove content they find objectionable. I almost tapped it, but it doesn't like there's a fucking computer right there. All without any legal ramifications. That statute has been widely controversial on both sides of the aisle. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey has also responded to Trump's criticism against the platform, saying Twitter will continue to issue fact check warnings on misleading posts related to elections around the world. The incident began on Tuesday when Trump posted two tweets regarding mail-in ballots shortly after Sorry. Word Twitter issued a fact-check <laughs> warning on both tweets. In those tweets, the president continued to press the media that mail-in ballots would lead to massive voter fraud, even though the majority of experts disagree. All right, stop right there. So this all started because Donald Trump sent out some tweets against voting in by mail fraud. And this was when Twitter was just like, all right. Now we got him. <laughs> now he's lying. Now we no, can fact what? check him. I mean, okay, well, before we even get into this, what do you think about mail-in, mail-in voting? I don't know. <laughs> I guess I don't. I feel like we should because of this. Yeah. Like, come November. Because I remember when we had an argument <clears throat> about voter fraud, and I was like, the only reason you would be against mail-in ballot is because you're afraid of voter fraud. And you told me, yeah, but right now there are only like 400 cases of voter fraud. Yeah. Like, last year. Yeah. Voter fraud is incredibly rare. There is literally zero, like, 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 the, like the article said, there's zero, zero evidence saying it leans one way or the other. Because Trump is saying that, you know, it's gonna it's gonna make it impossible for Republicans to win an election. When literally, in like a next sentence, Trump said how a Republican in California won because of mail-in voting. So, like, there's there's no evidence to say it leans left or right. It can benefit either or. And I think mail-in voting is gonna have to become necessary come November. Well, you think when people mail? I'm so confused by that. Like, like. How how does that uh, mail in specifically tie into like your political party? That's what I mean. Like I don't get that. That's what really makes sense to me. It's like oh, oh we're mailing. Oh, I'm feeling extra conservative today. Stamps really bring out the liberal in me. <laughs> like like the, the the idea is that you know on actual election day, right? Like you don't get the day off from work. You got to find time to go vote, wait in line, do all that bullshit. It's very actually very hard to vote in some places. The idea is that mail-in voting, and also young people just don't do it, right? So the idea is, okay, if the mail-in, yeah, if, yeah. The, if the ballot is, comes in the mail, comes right to you, young people are probably going to do it, and Democrats are probably going to win. My thing is, how many, how many young people know how to even use the mail? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right? They don't know shit about it. Do you know how to mail, mail a letter? Okay, so if I'm going to tell you, Nash, go mail a letter, what's the first thing you're going to do? Google where to buy stamps. Right? <laughs> exactly. How you're gonna Google how do I mail a letter? I'm gonna need to find where the post I know how to I've mailed letters, all right? <laughs> I've mailed things in my life. I know how mail I know how to mail things, okay? Right? I don't but, know how the mail system works, but I know how to do it. Right? I bet a bunch of young people even just go, fuck this, and yeah, just throw it away. Ma- I've never mailed shit. I.e. the census. How many young people do you think filled the census? How do you think parents filled it out for them? Right? Like, yeah. we thought the census because we're good Americans. High five. We are good Americans. <laughs> right? But, like... I put you down as not a citizen. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I'm Polish. You can see by a shirt. <laughs> I'm from Poland. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That's that's what happens. And Trump's just like, nah, Twitter. Not not today. Not today. I got you. So, he's going he's gonna to sign this order. Um, now, you read this whole... Actually, let's read the tweets. Okay. Twitter. Donald, uh, this, this is in response to the violation. This is Donald J. Trump's Twitter at real Donald Trump on May 26, 2020. At Twitter is now interfering in the 2020 presidential election. They're saying my statement on mail-in ballots, which will lead to massive corruption and fraud, is incorrect. Based on fact-checking by fake news CNN and the Amazon Washington Post. <laughs> oh, my God. He actually said the Amazon Washington oh Post. Oh, my God. Bezos does own it. <laughs> Twitter is completely stifling free speech. And I, as president, will not allow it to happen. Exclamation mark. 250,000 likes. Republicans feel that social media platforms totally silence conservative voices. who will strongly regulate or those... 
or or close them down before we can ever allow this to happen. We saw what they attempted to do and failed in 2016. And we can't let a more sophisticated version of that. That's all he said. Now I got to get that into the next tweet. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, we'll, we never know. XOXO, gossip girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Trump also uh, went out to California Governor Gavin Newsom's plans to send mail-in ballots to everyone living in the state, quote, no matter who they are or how they got there. Now, that's what Trump said. Now, notably... That's not true. <laughs> Newsom plans to send ballots to only registered voters because that would make sense. How else? How one? That would make sense. How else would you send them out? <laughs> Let's use registered votes for fifteen years ago. Right? I mean, fuck like, it. Let's uh, just do well, it. Well, you know, Trump's Trump's going after the thing of illegal illegal immigrants voting, right? But ah, okay. In order in order to get. A ballot, you have to be registered. Yeah, you have to be registered. And let's let's not forget, Nash, mail-in voting already exists. Yeah, that's that's another thing. It's like if you have the capacity to do mail-in voting in your state, I like all of them have it, right? Uh, they they have they have some version of it. Like it's the absentee, yeah. it's the absentee ballot. Yeah, because some of them have it for absentee, some of them have and the it. military. Yeah, military has it. So that means that you technically should be able to do it for a hundred percent capacity of your population. Yeah. Because if the event arises that you would need to, as in a giant pandemic, you'd have the ability, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, why not? Just why listen, not do it? On, on, under normal circumstances, you know, I, I, I even still think mail-in voting should be an option. Yeah, it's kind of like, weird. I, I, I literally don't see the, the disadvantage to it. Why can't you? It's 2020. Vote on the fucking internet, right? Like, vote by mail. <laughs> nah, the internet's... You know, don't vote on the internet, but vote, vote, vote. Anonymous would get them. Vote by mail should 100% be a thing. But once it comes to November, I, I'm in no, I'm under no circumstances should any election be postponed or canceled ever for any reason, period. See, man, I can't live in absolutes like that. It's like, what if we get nuked? That's fair. <laughs> all right, right, all right, all right. Because, dude, there's always that one percent thing. No matter, no matter what, whenever you say something, there's always one exception to it. Right, but but this isn't it. Yeah, no, I agree. The yeah. <laughs> your major points. The, the, yeah. the coronavirus is not it. <laughs> the, like Trump it, on Twitter is not. A like news. I'm even I'm even pretty mad that um primaries got postponed or canceled. New York's got canceled. Oh, got canceled. Yeah, they is not doing it because you know Biden already pretty much has the majority anyway, but. Um, but the conventions got pushed. That's fine. Though. That's the that's just lobbyist bullshit anyway. Yeah. Um, but actual elections where people actually vote, like people, you know, people are saying that, you know, Biden is like a Democratic puppet. But at the end of the day, <laughs> he still got the votes. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? Like, you can say the system's rigged all you want, but he still got the votes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah. Right? So, yeah, you're right. You're right, Will. You're right. <laughs> I mean, like, no, no. People say, well, the system's rigged because Elizabeth Warren stuck in for Super Tuesday. And if he, if he dropped out on support of Bernie, Bernie would be the nominee. Sure, you can say that inner workings of politics happen. But surprise, that's how politics works. Nah, the Clintons wouldn't let that happen. Which is why Elizabeth Warren stayed in for Super Tuesday. But, they own the DNs. But um, back, to the, back to this executive order. Um, so it targets a 1996 statement that shields big tech companies from liability from the user's content. Nash, do you know anything about this clause? You look into it. Please tell me you did. Okay. Oh, the one in section 230? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, pretty general. It pretty much says it. what it defends an online publisher from. They are not... They are not responsible as a normal publisher would be when it's online content. Whereas... Normally, you know, if you're a publisher for like a book or a journal or something and somebody writes, imagine, imagine this. Like Time Magazine. Ima yeah. Imagine that there is a magazine, but it was just people's tweets. Okay. If you read that, there'd be some crazy shit in there, right? Yeah. And they'd be responsible for that. So it's like, yeah, that's how usually you're responsible. But for online, because there's so much of it, it's constantly changing. It's in good faith. That's the whole thing is that it surrounds on good faith that the company that is doing it, that is allowing people to publish it and speak freely, have a system of regulation that they try to enact. It understands that the system may not be able to work 100% of the time because of the influx, right. but they are trying 
you know, to be responsible for what they do. And so they're not held to the same like responsibility as a normal publisher would be. They're not claiming, they're not really claiming ownership to what is being said. Right. So let me put it this way. So if like there's a CNN article and they put a tweet, they embed a tweet in the article, like setting, setting a quote or whatever. CNN is responsible for that article under the law, but Twitter isn't. Twitter, not necessarily. Right, it's like they, it's, they, it's they, like it's it's it's, it's the same form of media. The tweets, you, you like you could they could be, but nobody would try to argue. Nobody would try to fight that in court because of this section of two thirty. Mm-hmm. Like technically, they could be. But it's like Twitter does have a system to regulate, you know, certain behavior from people, and they try to do that. Right. Because the big question here is, is Twitter a publisher? Right? I mean, they are. That's not the question. That's not – that really isn't the question. They are the – they are – they allow people to publish, yeah. That isn't the question. I feel like there's a difference between allowing people to publish and publishing. The question is their responsibility – what is their responsibility as a publisher? So I see. I don't think Twitter should be responsible for something I say yeah, on their platform. That's typically how everybody has come to agree agree to it. In the right, last. because they can't control what I do. Yeah, exactly. But you should have the ability to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So is so is Trump supporting that or taking that away? Trump is his claim is that he is targeted specifically, and because it's not all the way across the board. That they should be liable to everyone. All right. First off, he's not targeted specifically. This is the first time in the past six years ever that he's been flagged for it. Yeah, because I don't think anybody's been flagged. No, no one has the balls to flag him or take him down. Well, that's the thing. He got flagged, so he he feels like he's being targeted. So if they're not doing so if they're not doing this protection across the board, and this is the standard of how they protect things then he's saying you can't pick and choose. You're just going to be liable for it. Okay. So that that's what I assume his argument is essentially the whole, yeah, you keep, you keep talking. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to think. So is he pretty much trying to say, Hey, Twitter, social media, your terms and services was complete bullshit. They don't mean anything because of free speech. Go, go God. He's saying you are targeting me specifically for my beliefs, not, whether they're factually true or not, just because I'm me and you disagree with it. Therefore, you should be liable for what everybody is saying on your platform because you're trying to curtail me. Oh my God, I'm trying to figure out that riddle in The Hobbit. <laughs> Mine, I, I don't... I don't understand, just to be honest. I, just, I don't understand the story completely. The thing is, it's not... Well, you get it. It's, it's a very broad and vague in general. Uh, Section 230 is. Mm-hmm. It's essentially the whole thing acts in good faith that the tech company is trying to, you know, have some sort of regulation. So, you know, shit doesn't it's not hate speech, essentially. It's not like right. pure hate speech. Right. But we've covered stories before where like YouTube will censor uh, people or Republican de- voices. That's demonetized. That's that's the one thing I did want to mention here. Like the fact that the media had the media definitely has a right wing bias, in my opinion. That's it, it. That's a very hard thing to prove. They deny it. You mean they have a left wing bias? They have a left wing bias, but they, they they try and shut out right wing voices as much as possible for whatever reason. Now, do they do it purposefully? That's even harder to prove. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the big thing is there's no statistical data. Right. On that statement. In certain in circum circumstances, yeah, I do believe. I'm gonna mention Steven Crowder again. He's the biggest one. You know, yeah. he he has they have literally done um, done like tests on their own comparing them to the Young Turks, which is the Young Turks essentially yeah. the left wing version of Steven Crowder. Yeah, yeah. And like YouTube has given him some version of like, listen, if you post too many videos in a day, the notification will be turned off because like their notifications don't work, their search algorithm doesn't work, like they're still demonetized. And they don't really know why, right? So YouTube is just not getting, not giving them answers for these questions. Is that on purpose? Maybe they view it as on that because it's against them personally. Yeah. But I mean, I believe it. I I personally believe it. But there is no evidence, data, statistics supporting it. 
Yeah, no, exactly. There's no data supporting it. And this is where we kind of get into the tricky waters of this, because what Trump has asked is for people to interpret. He's asked for uh, the FCC and the FTC. I think he's asked for those two organizations to re-examine what the meaning of Section 230 has with his specific case, with his declaration in mind. Um, the big issue with this is because you think about it's like if you agree with Trump that, yes, they did single him out. They did target him because of his political views. It didn't really have much to do with <clears throat> the facts that he presented. It had more to do with who he was. Mm. If you agree with that and you agree with his decision, what happens is your argument is based on the fact that you want there to be a unilateral equality for freedom of speech. You don't want anybody to be under the different jurisdiction of this. Yeah. The issue with that is it in the end diminishes all freedom of speech overall, because now you have this system that is very liable to be destroyed rather quickly from lawsuits, from people suing them for misinformation. Right. As like a as as if they were like a newspaper. See, here's here's the thing. Like I I agree with fighting misinformation, like flat earth bullshit, right? Like yeah. the, like the reptilian sources, Scientology in general, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, but like but there's 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 a line where is there's a middle ground where it's what is factual. How do you determine what is factual? Do you want a company like Twitter, Facebook? saying what is and isn't factual. Yeah, exactly. Because that's where the lines are blurred. Because there's some obvious stuff. Like, you said the Holocaust didn't happen. Yeah, take that shit down. Yeah. Right? Exactly. That's, that, that's yeah. In, undeniable. Flat Earth, you can take that shit down. Undeniable. Yeah. You know, Hillary Clinton's a lizard. That's up for debate. <laughs> but take it down. Right? Yeah. But stuff like... Because um, what was his actual tweet? What was the one that they didn't like? Uh, mail-in ballot, mail, yeah, mail-in, mail-in ballots was we don't we don't have, I don't have the actual tweet up but it's some of them mail-in ballots and if it was yeah it's the thing that you know mail-in ballots would kill them in the polls the thing is if there isn't any research about that how are you going to fact check that yeah because you can't you can't you really right can't. and how many tweets do you think are tweeted out a day oh billions billions you're gonna fact check how, how are you gonna fact check all of them Exactly, and so that's why. Right, put it this way: How many tweets does Donald Trump put out a day? A shit ton. Even no that is impossible to fact check all of them. <laughs> yeah, and no. that's one user. No, exactly. And that's kind of the that's kind of why this ex- this law exists because, as somebody that publishes online content like that, they shouldn't be responsible because it's an open forum. You're not responsible. Yeah. Even the individual isn't necessarily responsible. Um, they have the ramifications of society, not from that individual company. <laughs> it's like saying Times Square is responsible for why I yell out in public. Yeah, and no, <laughs> it, it really is. It, it really is. Well, like the building, whoever owns this building is responsible for what we say on this podcast. Exactly. It's not. It's just the place that we do it. And that's sort of, uh, sort of the point because it's public and it's open. Mm-hmm. Although... I don't necessarily disagree with his overall point that they stifle certain voices just because of their political opinions. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we've done a story on that. Like, that YouTube thing was ridiculous. They, like, YouTube took down, you know, uh, just to meet their policy thing, they took down videos of Hitler doing speeches. And it's just like, as... Kids a, hate speech. Yeah, as a historian, that's just like an incredible tool that you have to show people and doing that is sort of, it's very much out of ignorance to do that. Mm. Yeah. But it, it's really, it's kind of fine the line. Like yeah. it's some things that are obvious, but there's a, even for everything that's obvious, there's a hundred thousand things that are just in the middle. Yeah. Exactly. That can go one way or the other. And that's why it's so, that's why it's so complicated. But Jack Dorsey responds, CEO of Twitter. Uh, me and Jack can go on the horn tomorrow. We're going to talk about this too. Me and Joe. Me, him, and Joe. Really? No, no, nothing? 
No, I used to say that dude, and you stole it. I'm a little tired about it. We can talk about it private. Hey, dude, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a running it's a running bit on the show. And I like it. <laughs> uh, so Jack Dorsey defended the warning over Trump's tweet, saying those tweets quote may mislead people into thinking that they don't need to register to get a ballot. Only registered voters receive ballots. That I'm still like Jack. That's what you got him for. That's that's what got you red handed. Dorsey also added that Twitter will continue to issue fact check warnings. Fact, quote, fact check, there is... Nash, read, I can't see it. The video is just me going like this. Fact check, there is someone ultimately accountable for our actions as a company, and that's me. He said, please leave our employees out of this. We'll continue to point out incorrect or disputed information about elections globally, and we will admit to and own any mistakes we make. Keep going. Uh, This does not make us an arbiter of truth, he added. Uh, our intention is to connect the dots of conflicting statements and show the information in, in dispute so people can judge for themselves. More transparency from us is critical so folks can clearly see why see why behind our actions. That doesn't make sense. That's and okay. see why behind our actions. Okay, so that's dumb. Explain. Because if you don't think that makes you an arbiter of truth well the arbiter of truth is a jab at facebook then you shouldn't do it that's just about it you shouldn't be fact checking people if that's not what your website is because their website isn't fact checking people and okay, this is the thing clearly this is a political movie can we like get that out of the out of the air right now you know, they didn't fact check Joe Bi- anything Joe Biden said. They didn't fact check anything Nancy Pelosi said. They didn't fact check. They don't fact check a lot what a lot of people say in general. Exactly. They haven't fact checked anybody what anybody has said. And they fact checked him for that. 100% political. Like, like, that's just the elephant in the room. About voting. Yeah. Elephant in the room. That's just straight up what it is. So any denial of that is just sort of blatant ignorance. And it's like you're getting caught up in that now because you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that because it's obviously political. Yeah, do you just put your hand in the bee's nest? If anybody, yeah, anybody who says it isn't political, you're you're definitely leading with a bias that you know you want Trump to lose. Mm-hmm. I I assume that's just political. I don't like Trump, <laughs> but I know that's political. What Twitter did, like <laughs> that, that's clear as day. <laughs> All right, so uh, Zuckerberg was also interviewed about this on CNBC on Wednesday. So you know what's credible? Uh, social media said social media companies should not regulate political speech. Read it, Nash. I don't think. Oh wait, what is it? This is from Zuck. <sighs> I don't think Facebook or internet platforms in general should be arbiters of truth. Zuckerberg said, "I think that's kind of a dangerous line to get down to on terms of deciding what is true and what isn't." I think political speech is one of the most sensitive parts in a democracy, and people should be able to see what politicians say. And there's a ton of scrutiny already. Political speech and the most scrutinized speech already by a lot of media. Yeah, because that's the thing. If you want to make another website that all it does is scrutinize the accuracy of tweets, go do that. Good luck. You can do that. Exactly. Good luck. That's why nobody fucking does it. So let's see what politicians have to see what politicians have and why to say. Zuckerberg is pissed off is because he's had to go to hearings about his fucking website. He's had, <laughs> he's had to awkwardly sip water in front of Congress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's also a lizard. You hear that one? So he knows <laughs> he, he does kind of look like a lizard. You, you know, see, keep it up. He's pasty. But no, <laughs> that's, that's exactly why, because this is the ramifications of what you do. You're controlling the minds of a lot of people. Media controls the minds of the masses. I, that's not original. I thanks, thanks, Ingalls. Is that what you said? It? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was Hemingway. He wrote the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> um, so, without congressional action, Trump's power is limited. But it's not actually it, but it's not unlikely to think that Congress could act. Senator Josh Hawley, as Nash is tweeting, uh, tweeting um, said on Wednesday that he plans to introduce legislation to quote end these special government giveaways, and that Twitter quote should be what is that word? Div- divis. Divested, divested, divested into. I can't fucking read this. This fucking standard is in the way. Should be divested of its special statutes under federal law. If at Twitter wants to editorialize and comment on users' posts, it should, it should be divested of its special status under federal law and forced to play by the same rules as all other publishers. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. Is fair. That's the point they're arguing. The thing is, 
Twitter just shouldn't be doing this because clearly it was a political stunt. And yeah, that that isn't their role. Their role is to be an open media forum. That's what they <laughs> their have. role yeah. is to be a dumpster fire. Yeah, they're they're with, with funny memes. They, <laughs> <laughs> there is a they are a dumpster fire that is occasionally put out with the joy of hilarious memes. But that's essentially what he's saying. The thing is, what Trump is asking for, I don't think it's gonna go the way he wants. I don't think anybody would approve of that because it it's it gets too much with the freedom of speech because his argument is you can see the value in his argument. You know, this isn't what Twitter does and they're doing it to me. So he's kind of right. They are targeting him, but he isn't right that to say what kind of publisher they are. He's wrong about that. It's just an open forum. That's all. This. Yeah. And Twitter just needs to take down the fact check thing. Yeah. Yeah, because how do you determine a fact? All right. Shit philosophy. All right. Correction. 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 Asshole. How does how does Twitter? No, exactly. They shouldn't. They can't. How does Twitter <laughs> determine a fact? Is it what Jack Dorsey thinks is a fact? <laughs> fake news. <laughs> right? We are in the age of fake news. So uh, this again, goes back to this, the statute of 19, uh, section 230, 1996. <sighs> so, yeah, I think, I think this is kind of beating a dead horse at this point. And Ash, any final thoughts on all the stories this week? Um... The freedom of speech is definitely my most sensitive issue. Yeah, because it's number one. It's the first thing they wrote down for a reason. It's it without a doubt is the most important thing. So if this does get past, oh, good thing we ended. This thing has died. If this does <laughs> get past, <laughs> that would be a very different. Um, I don't think Trump is handling this accurately. What a shock! How he should. What a shock. I mean, how often do I really say that? Usually I'm just like, I don't know, I guess, sure. But this, I 100%, this is being handled incorrectly and it won't end the way he wants it to. Um, Because it just won't pass. They're not going to say, oh, yeah, he's right. Twitter, uh, you're, uh, you know, the Wall Street Journal. Go fuck yourself. And that's just not going to happen. <laughs> Amazon, Amazon's Wall Street Journal. Am, Amazon Wall Street Journal. Dude, because Jeff Bezos. Oh, dude, that was solid. Not going to lie, because Jeff Bezos fucking owns it. And uh, it, that's the thing, because what we've seen before is uh, um, from Trump and the Internet. He it's wanted to restrict. To. He wanted to do the exact opposite when he got into office. He wanted to restrict. uh public use of the internet do you remember that yeah because the uh, it passed the uh the freedom like the, the freedom i forget what it was that but the uh the uh it passed the passed, and like the internet's gonna be regulated something like that right yeah i don't think it passed all the way it's it's still like in appeals court but the original thing did pass yeah but it won't because it violates freedom of speech it might because corporations it definitely violates freedom of speech it won't because it violates freedom of speech. And if it does, then there will be actual riots and actually things should burn down. No, because I feel like people won't understand what actually happens. Well, that's why I'm here to tell them. Yeah, see, but <laughs> we'll hope we reach billions of people by then. I hope, I hope we can reach 100 million people in this country by Don't then. Don't worry, you can find us on Sling TV. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of, I guess that's my two cents on that because now we're seeing something totally different where he's saying deregulate the whole thing let everybody be responsible for it which is batshit insane yeah yeah you don't want to you know Jack Dorsey's thing about making a wild west version of Twitter yeah where it is it's just, it's just gung-ho whatever you want you can also have porn on Twitter that's not regulated you can't have porn on Twitter yeah. only, only classy porn you, you, you can just flash you can just flash a cock out on Twitter yeah I haven't been on Twitter in a while. Yeah, it's I, been a minute. I'm not a Twitter person. I don't mind either. Because it's like... Dude, I, I don't like using social media personally. This is my personal shit. Don't like it. Yeah, no, it's fine. I It's like looking at memes. That's all I like. Yeah. Oh, I kind of like, like Instagram. Instagram, because Instagram is just a meme factor. It's a meme factor, it's, but it's also like, it's, if, it's, I have, if I have a nice picture, yoink. It's, Look it's, at that, 20 it, likes. I'm so popular. It's like, uh, it's it's the loud kid in class. 
It's it's like like Reddit is the kid in class that said something funny, and Instagram is the person that said it louder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, uh, fucking uh, Reddit's the person who gets a hundred on the test, and Instagram's one who copies yeah. and, and, and gets the ninety, and then Facebook gets the eighty-five, and Twitter, Twitter, cocking up with a D. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I think that is another place where we will wrap up episode number 45 of the You Mad Book Podcast. Nash, this leash your damn dog, dude. Yo, I need to get a dog. I saw it right before we did this shooting. I saw a guy out there just running his dog in the park. I like, Fuck, I want a dog. We'll get that. In the f- where are you going to put our fish tank now? We're going to put it right there with the printer. No, it's put it on the desk. Yo, know, that's not a bad spot. Yeah, right? That's a pretty good spot. Tim, you can't see it right now, but we have a desk that we, we pretend to do work on. But that's where that's There's where a bunch of toilet paper. You put the TP on there? That's where the fish tank's gonna go, baby. Nash, we're getting the first fish. Uh, duck. And we'll be back next week as long as... You stay